0: What sort of difference could you make? Would you let go
1: of the secrets that you've been keeping? If love took away your shame? Or maybe you'd give it all away for someone in need Sing your song at the top of your lungs what if you lived like you, you were loved. so what are you waiting for there can never be never be never be a better time oh no one could lie
2: Thank you all. Um, this next song is actually an old hymn. We love those old hymns. There's so much power and beauty in those words. And if you know it, please feel free to sing along with me. Um, it's called Jesus, I Am Resting, Resting. And admittedly, this is a a hard song for me to sing because I am not very good at resting. Um, I have a really, really hard time trusting the Lord. It's a, a big struggle for me, especially when... Um, my life doesn't look the way I think it should look Uh, I don't know if any of y'all struggle with that at all but um, there are times that I I look at what's going on in our lives and I say God how can this possibly be part of your plan Um, and as we travel around from church to church and we hear everybody's stories we find that there's a lot of brokenness the stories may be different but the hurt is the same and um, we share our story in, in the hopes that it encourages other people and our story is that for the first six and a half years of our marriage we walked through a really dark and lonely road of infertility and, and miscarriages and loss and um, and we felt like God had forgotten us and He had forsaken us um, and then at the end of that really really long road um, my daddy passed away unexpectedly and it was like the floor just kind of fell out from underneath us. We kind of came to a breaking point And we had to look at each other and say, Okay, well, what do we believe? Are we going to believe our circumstances? Are we going to believe what the Word says about God's character? And it says that God is faithful. And that His plans for us are so much greater than anything we can imagine. And so in those moments when we just were ready to give up hope, we had to decide as a couple that we were going to rest in the promises that God has given us. Um, we have a, a five-month-old, as of Friday, beautiful promise sitting at home with Grandma right now so that she doesn't scream through worship. Um, but even with a fulfillment of a promise, we realized that if God had never given us that baby, He was still faithful. And I encourage you that if you're going through those moments of being in the valley to rest in the promises that God's given you as well. Jesus, I am resting, resting in the joy of what Thou art. I am finding out the greatness of thy loving heart. Thou hast bid me gaze upon thee, and thy beauty fills my soul. For by thy transforming power, you have made me whole. Jesus, I am resting, resting in the joy of love. Finding out the greatest of thy loving heart. Simply trusting thee, Lord Jesus, I behold thee as thou art. And thy love, so pure, so changeless, satisfies my heart. Satisfies its deepest longings. He supplies my every need. Me with blessings, you are loving,
1: Jesus. I am resting, resting in the joy of what
2: thou art. I am finding out the greatness of thy loving heart. Ever lift thy face upon me as I work and wait for thee. Neath thy smile, Lord Jesus, first shadow was flee. lightness this of my father's glory, sunshine of my father's face, keep me ever trusting. Yes.
0: And she sings. Um, she has a wonderful voice, like an angel. Uh, we met. Um, she did musical theater growing up, and so we actually met. She was performing out of Discoveryland. Does anybody know Discoveryland? She was out there doing the play Oklahoma, and we had some mutual friends that um, just thought somehow that we would hit it off. And you know, blind dates can get a little weird sometimes. And they called me like uh, they said, "Hey, we've got this girl that you need to meet." And um, I, th- I think, in fact, they said, we think you guys are going to be the next power couple. I
1: didn't
0: and say that. and um, I just, uh, I was kind of at a, a time in my life, I just started playing music professionally. I was 20, 21, and so I was getting to travel and play guitar and uh, getting to see a lot of the country, a lot of the world, and I was learning a lot um, just about life and about ministry and um, I had my own apartment at the time i had my own cat i had my own red chevy cavalier five speed and so the the last thing i needed was a woman to come and wreck all that all that for me um but uh they said no we we think you guys should meet because you guys are really going to hit it off so um i was in off the road one weekend and um that kind of set set this meeting up between the two of us, and they told me beforehand what to expect, which was kind of nice. I knew what I was getting into, and um, they said, "Well, she's got blonde hair and blue eyes," and I thought that was all right. And she's just a really a lot of fun, and she likes to you know hang out, and and uh, she loves Jesus, and and loves people, and just has a really good heart. She's a singer, she's an actress, and so started sounding better and better as they were telling me. And um, so I went up one night to the theater, and um, they introduced us. And what I thought was going to be kind of awkward and weird was actually pretty smooth. So we kind of started to talk and get to know each other a little bit, and the conversation was easy. And so as I'm sitting here talking to this blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl, this blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl comes walking by. took him a minute
2: it's okay though the blonde haired blue-eyed girl that he was supposed to meet that night caught the bouquet at our wedding so it all worked out in the end well
0: what was what was cool about it is she when when she walked by and I saw her she saw me too and just fell head over heels for me in love with me right on the spot
2: (laughs) we'll go with that version this morning
0: you could hear like harp music in the background (laughs) No. And no, <laughs> but uh, we met there and um, got married in Oklahoma. We lived all over the place and we travel. And we've got a five month old baby girl named Gracie Kate, and um, we have a bulldog named Sophie Rose. And uh, we sing and and do music. I want to do a song for you. I I tried to. Um, we write songs together. We write songs kind of just out of where we are in our own life and what the Lord is teaching us and our ups and our downs. And um, I want to play a song for you that I didn't write. I wish I wrote this song, and I sometimes I tell people that I did write it, um, which sometimes works, but sometimes it doesn't. I really enjoy this song. This song has spoken a lot to us. Um, it's a song called Burning Bushes. And this song, uh, a friend of ours wrote... Uh, we, we learned a valuable lesson um, in our own lives walking through the valley, walking through brokenness in our lives. Because brokenness happens. and um, The Bible says that there's a season for everything. There's a season for us to, to be broken and to mourn and to cry and to hurt. But there's also a season to be joyful and a season to rejoice and to dance and to laugh. And I'm okay with the good seasons of life. I'm, I got that down. I can handle that. But I didn't always know what to do when the hard seasons of life would come Or when brokenness would come into our lives uh, When things would happen uh, to us that we never anticipated, never planned for, never saw coming And there were things that uh, to us felt like they were there to hurt us, to break us down And, and um, But we learned a valuable lesson in our brokenness And we became really, really caught up in all the questions and why isn't God changing this why isn't God doing something why did God allow this and um, this song talks about the idea of not being so consumed with the answers and finding out why this is happening and not being so consumed with desperately crying out for healing that we miss the healer and we miss Jesus We get so bound up in our stuff that we lose sight of the Father. He's the only one that is able to to heal us and to come and to bring peace and joy into our hearts. And um, we were not uh, always the best at keeping our eyes on Him when hard times would come. So this song talks about uh, keeping our eyes on the Lord. I've never seen a dead
1: man come to life I've seen a blind man given sight I've never seen water turned wine. It isn't that I don't believe But it would be easier
0: for me If he were just send down the side And I remember a child like you
1: since no coincidence the world around is a bit of proof Has that world just appeared Or should we be better so clear How to recognize it's you? I pray for a miracle Let me know you're listening i waiting for a lightning bolt to see
0: Y'all um, I'm going to do a song here for you um, We um, Like I mentioned earlier We we tend to kind of write songs out of Where we are in our lives And, and uh, what the Lord is Showing us and teaching us And um, So we, we've been working on a new album A new project And, and um, just kind of been writing out of our um, Just our, our history In the past uh, couple years And the Lord is leading us into a season of uh, blessings and, and a season of uh, overflowing and we're just so happy to experience those things from Him. Um, we walk through uh, you know, a lot of darkness, a lot of valleys, uh, a lot of questioning. I know we're not the only ones that have, have been in that place. I know we're not the only ones that have lived there. Um, well, we believe that the Lord is good, we believe that He is faithful. And you know, it's not because of any um, thing that he has done. Uh, he's done great things and we're thankful for those, but we believe in him. There's just something in our heart that believes. And there's something about the hope that we have in Christ that takes a hold of us and doesn't let go of us. And we struggle and we have rough times, but uh, we've been really blessed and fortunate to come back to the Lord and his goodness. People ask us why we. Uh, do what we do and why we travel all over and sing Sunday mornings in church. And, uh, it is definitely not a glamorous lifestyle. Some people seem to think that being a Christian musician is um, just a wonderful life. and You get paid a lot of money and you get to ride around on a bus and eat popcorn all the time. And, uh, it's not always the case, especially for us. We travel in our minivan with our dog and our baby that screams all the time. Um, But people ask why we do this, and the reason we do this, the reason we pour our hearts out, the reason we share, the reason we do what we do is because we just believe in the message that we bring you. We believe in what God is doing. We believe that His Word is true. And I want to do a song for you that, um, I wrote this song uh, just shortly after we lost Allison's dad, really, really unexpectedly on the heels of just a long road, a long struggle. And I don't know why things happen the way that they do. I've never been able to understand why the Lord allows things. I've never been able to understand uh, His ways and His plans. But all I see is, is His word that says His plans are good. He loves us. We are never alone. He's never left us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. know we're not the only people that have felt alone or have felt forgotten or forsaken but in his word it says that we are not that he is near to us he is near to the brokenhearted when we hurt when we are broken Jesus is close he is near to us the Bible says that he was well acquainted with grief he understands us he understands our questions our hurt know why things happen the way that they do. If I figure it out I'll let you know. But this song talks about um, kind of the end of the road. We lost Allison's dad unexpected and he was a wonderful man. He was a good man. This song talks about heaven talks about the end of the line, the end of the road, the end of this journey we walk through life carrying burdens and we walk through life carrying fear and worry and stress and anxiety and we carry our sins with us, we carry our brokenness with us, our wounds, our scars but the day will come when we get to lay all this stuff down we won't hurt anymore, there will be no more tears we'll get to see Jesus be with the Lord You that it's worth every price, every penny, every struggle, everything that we pay here, it is worth it to follow the Lord. It is so. This song talks about that day when this is the earth is over and we're with Jesus, we get to see the people that we've lost and our loved ones that have gone on before us. Get to be there with them. Allison's dad had—he gave the best hugs. He was a big, strong Marine, and um, I know we're going to be hugging him. he's going to be hugging us, and so we look forward to that. So this will be our last song this morning. Thank you all for letting us come and share with you, and uh, I'll leave you with this song. It's called "I'll Meet You at the River." I'll meet you at the river.
3: I know it won't.
0: For having us all. Thank you so much.
3: Were you blessed? I'm blessed just to call them my friends. They uh they have a special place in my heart. These two do. And uh, I just want to give Jonathan one piece of advice. He's been married eight years. If he doesn't quit talking about her age, he probably won't be nine. So <laughs> his mom and dad are here, and we're glad they're, they, uh, they're here, and his family, some of his family here. Um, we want to take a love offering for this for this couple. So if I get the uh, guys who are going to help serve, if you come up and get the offering plates at least right now. <clears throat> We're going to have a prayer, and um, this will not be the general offering. We'll take that in just a few minutes. This is just for Jonathan and Allison and the ministry they do. Um, <clears throat> to get the quality of music that they they do uh, and to just do it on a love offering basis is a faith issue in its, of itself and it's awesome. So if you were touched this morning and deeply in your heart, I know I know I love their songs because they're written from their heart and they're written to God's heart. And so hopefully you'll give generously this morning uh, to them and we'll help cover some of their expenses, uh, uh, make it out to the church. That'd be fine. and We'll get a check to them uh, based on that. If you'll just put in the memo section, uh, new fire. We'll know exactly what that's for great let's pray and then we'll receive this offering father we thank you for this time this morning thank you for uh, jonathan allison being here and sharing their hearts with us uh, both their pain and and their joys and father we're excited to see what you're going to continue to do through them and uh through their family and father we just ask now that you bless our offering today and as we receive it we receive it in in your name in your honor and your praise and your glory In Jesus' name, amen. All right, the uh, guys are going to pass the plates for us. And uh, these are some of the kids that went to CIY with us. And uh, we had a great time last week in Roach, Missouri. I've often thought maybe somebody should rename that town, but uh, uh, Roach, Missouri, nevertheless, and Windermere Conference Center. It was great. There was probably 1,200, 1,300 of us there, uh, 900, close to 1,000 of them were children, teenagers. And it was, uh, the worship was phenomenal, and they uh, sang and lifted their hands, and oh my goodness, it was it was just great, it was great. And uh, these kids all on the front row went. There'll be more stories to tell next week, and some of them will be true. <coughs> any stories about me skeptical (laughs) so be very careful uh, what they say I will always have the last word at church so they need to be careful but uh, we had a great time and uh, I'm always amazed at how profoundly affected the adults who go are as much as anything else it really affects uh, the adults who go so parents Grandparents, uh, maybe you could consider going along with us next year. It, uh, it will, uh, they, they provide posturpedic beds for you to sleep in, uh, in the form of bunk beds. <coughs> and uh, if you're fortunate to get uh, someone sleeping above you that s- talks in their sleep, makes it even more fun. And I happen to have one of those. It worked out okay. You don't have to raise your hand. But I learned a lot of things I didn't really want to know. But that's uh, okay. We had we had a great time. Had a great time. Uh, I want to do the prayer time right now, and then we'll finish with our communion time. So if you would find the prayer room sheet in your bulletin, let me mention a couple of these to you. Um, continue to pray for uh, uh, Michael Bradley. Uh, he went last Monday to Oklahoma City to a specialist uh, on the uh, growth on the side of his uh, face. Uh, up by his eyes, and they have—they're uh, determining. They biopsied it and uh, took pictures of it, and trying to determine the best course of action for him and for them. So they'll be uh, finding that out this week. So be praying for them. Also, continue to pray for Linda Hazel that she—her body will strengthen. And uh, I'm still not. Uh, convinced that her kidneys won't start functioning, but as of now, they're still not. She'll have to have dialysis uh, at least uh, for a while. So be praying for Linda and uh, for her complete recovery. Are there any others we need to mention this morning? There need to be, yes, Kristen.
1: Awesome.
3: Okay, she might have possible lymphoma, Grandma Kim there, okay? Yes, James? Amen. Well, you're an old guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many of you understand what he's saying? Yeah? Okay. Amen. Amen. But thing about the upper right. All right. Very good. Awesome. So that would be a victory day, wouldn't it? Amen. Amen. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Very good, Tina. His wife, okay. Uh, Chad Richardson, did I get that right? Okay, Tina. What's uh, what's your dad's name? Jim Strang. All right. We will start to pray for Jim. Chemo Thursday. Is that right? Tuesday. Okay. Anyone else? Yes. All right. That is awesome. Susan Pondville, no pa po- no cancer cells. That's awesome. We'll rejoice in that, amen. Anyone else? Yes, Sherry? Uh my cousin Bob Shelton. Okay. He just found out his kidneys are sharp and bale. they to do if he said he doesn't want to go on dialysis. Okay. Yes. God is good. <clears throat> Anybody else? This yes, ma'am. For Audrey, anybody else? All right. If you would feel comfortable, reach out, take the hand of the one closest to you. Uh, if you're by yourself, just hold your hold your own hand, <laughs> and let's agree in prayer together. Father, we thank you for this morning and opportunity we have to come to you and pray. You allow us to come to your throne, and for that we are grateful. God, a lot of requests today. Would you minister to them? Would you be with each one? Uh, with Tina's friend Chad. Uh, with James as he uh, quit smoking, for Dina's dad, Jim, that you would touch his body and help him to heal. We're grateful for Susan's good report. Uh, Father, we're praying for uh, Sherry's uh, uncle, Bob, grateful for her son getting custody of the children and for Tommy not being hurt uh, in the uh, accident. Father, for Luke, we're grateful that he's in a facility now that will help him praying for Linda Hazel, that you'll continue to do a miraculous work in her life. And Father, we love you. And we ask you to continue to shower your grace and your mercy upon us. And Father, we rejoice because we're your children and we have no fear. The world may be crumbling around us, but this is not our land. Our land is yet to come. And we look forward to the day we'll be with you forever and ever in Jesus' name. And all God's people say it. Amen and amen. We're almost amen done, so hang in there.